On this episode of Inside Boxing Live, we're in Vegas. We're in a hotel room. We're on a couch together. Me and Chris are gonna talk Tank versus Ryan. Let's go, it's here. All right, everybody, welcome in to a very special episode of Inside Boxing Live. Of course, this is a product of John Boy Media. I am not looking at Chris Algieri through a Zoom uh, window. I am in the flesh on a very small couch here in our luxurious suite at the MGM Grand Las Vegas, the fight capital of the world, because we are here for Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. We just came from the weigh-in. It was testy, there were shoves. Mike Tyson was there. A bunch of baseball players were there. I was very excited about that. Chris Algieri was there. Chris, how are you? Welcome to Vegas, good to see you. I'm good, I'm good, I'm happy to be here. Good, nice, big fight feel here in Vegas. Uh, good to go to the weigh-in. We got cooked under the sun. My neck is burning. It is, it's, it's hot out there, people. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I kind of expected there to be a little shoving concepts at the weigh-in between these guys there's a lot of a lot of heat a lot of words going back yes. and forth and uh it's funny i think javanta took took a little bit of advantage of, of ryan being a little sucked out at the weigh-in he was like you know what? i'm gonna, I'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk about how your face looks i'm gonna talk about yes. the last time you ate dinner i'm gonna you know i want to neg you on a little bit and ryan you know obviously cutting weight definitely feeling a little bit so uh yeah nice little it was a shoving match. A little bit of a scuffle. Uh, Bernard Hopkins got involved. I heard rumors of, of Bernard and Tyson getting into a little bit of a heated exchange. Uh, but Tank has already tweeted. He'll probably delete it because that's what he does. Uh, I should have slapped the shit out of B-Hop as soon as he touched me. Why is he on our side in the first place? But if I would have punched him, I would have been in the wrong. Yes, the fight would have been over at that point. We don't want anything to happen at these weigh-ins where the fight could potentially be off. We don't want that ever. Weigh-ins are silly anyway. They, they're, it's a big spectacle. And there's shoves. You've been a part of these things. There's shoves. There's this, that, and the other. Just as long as we get to fight night. By the time you listen to this, it could be fight night or fight day. Um, but I'm excited. We've talked about this fight ad nauseum. Uh, there's a lot going into this fight. But, man, um, I'm, the more and more we're getting closer and closer to this, I'm really thinking Ryan Garcia is going to pull it out. Um, I haven't made my prediction yet. We'll give it to you at the end. We're also going to give away one free pay-per-view uh, to one lucky uh, person out there. But what did you see from, from Ryan? The, the biggest thing and the biggest chatter here in Vegas is the weight. Ryan's talking about it. Everyone's talking about it in the, in the media center. He made weight, came in below 136. Right now is the time, though, when he's on the clock, the rehydration clause. From, and I think it's at 11 a.m., local time vegas is when he'll weigh in again and he cannot be over 146 pounds so what's the next 12 hours look like for ryan garcia yeah so because of the rehydration clause which i hate uh from the top of just i do not like the, the idea of them um yeah i mean the, the clock is still ticking for him it's not like listen we, when we weigh in it's like are you weighing you have a sigh of relief Oof, the first battle's over ryan doesn't have that relief so the tension stays and that can be very taxing on a fighter. He can't just go and drink to his heart's delight and eat the foods that he, want to eat, he wants to eat. I mean, listen, you're supposed to stay focused after weighing anyway, eat proper foods, but really it's the hydration. When you're coming down to a lot of weight, which I can see he is, it's gonna be more liquid, fluid than it's gonna be food. But now he's gotta keep that keep that locked in he's got to stay crazy, focused man. It's still in the back of his mind i got i had to step on a scale again and it's at 11 a.m which is late late because the ibf the the 10 day uh, or the 10 pound rehydration calls usually uh 9 a.m 
Usually early, yeah. I th- eight I, or nine a.m. Eight or nine a.m. Yeah. Local On time. East, East Coast. But. So he has to wait a, f- a couple more hours. Um, his dad says that you know it's not going to be a problem. He does not. He never comes in that much. But this is a guy that he had to boil down to to one thirty six. He's a guy that in his last couple fights has fought at one forty. So therefore, he's coming in at one fifty one, one fifty two. He's a legit five foot ten. He looks so much bigger than Tank on the on the uh, height wise on the um, whatever stage at the, at the weigh in. <laughs> weigh in was fucking awesome, man. I love. I know there's. I just said they're silly, but but they're so much fun. Like as a fan, I like them. I always, I liked weighing in. I liked weighing. There's there. It's like a. It's like a show. It's a party. Like we're hanging is. out with former Yankees. Uh, Gary Sheffield, yeah, Curtis we had, Granderson. We yeah, uh, David Price was there. Uh, we saw Andre Berto. We saw Booker T. Uh, Mike Tyson. Uh-huh. Everyone is starting to roll into town. Abner Mares. I mean, Mares. It, a it, lot of fighters. It speaks to what this fight is, and it's it's bringing in people from other sports. These baseball players were excited as we were. Yeah. Like, they're real fans. Yeah, Phones out, yeah, so cool. and, and, and you know they're talking about who they think's gonna win. This what's already happened between them, and very very cool to see those guys there and, and be excited as we are. I was talking to some Showtime people, and uh, Michael B. Jordan, Adonis Creed, mm-hmm. will be in the house. Uh, a lot of NFL players, Travis Kelsey, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, a lot of NBA guys that uh, we saw to Marcus Cousins. It's, it's gonna be one of those nights. I talked to Stephen Espinosa where they've gotten crazy requests, like Mayweather McGregor, Mayweather Pacquiao level celebrity athlete requests to be at this fight. And I've been to a lot of fights. You, Chris, you've been to a lot of fights here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I've been to a lot of Mayweather fights, been to Fury Wilder, been to a lot of Canelo fights. Mm-hmm. This is, none of these guys are involved in this fight. It's a different vibe here in Vegas. It feels new. It feels fresh. It's like, okay, yeah, I appreciate Canelo and Mayweather and, and the heavyweights. But this is Jonathan Davis, and this is Ryan Garcia. It's a new era of boxing, and it feels fresh. It feels I love it because like I, no offense to Mayweather, no offense to Canelo and all them. Yeah, it's something different. Those can get a little stale after a while. This is something new. We need that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It has the big fight feel, like I said from the top. But you're you're looking at they're lightweights. It's not heavyweights. It's, it's not Canelo, and I like that. I appreciate that. So. You have that traditional big fight feel being in Vegas. Yeah. Fight, there's nothing like a Vegas fight week. Nothing like it. But it's different. The crowd's a little different. The feeling's a little different. Like you said, it's newer. So, <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm into this. I hope this leads to bigger things for, for more and more fighters taking these opportunities and these chances, Dude, these I was, risks. I was thinking the same thing. I think a lot of fighters like Devin Haney, who's holding, um, who held a media workout in town yesterday, I, th- I was like, oh, man, why are they doing that? Trying to take some of the shine off this event and get some of the media to go there. He wants to remind everyone, I got a big fight against against Lomachenko. But it's smart. Everybody's in town. It's, it's smart. Yes, I, I understand town. that. But my, my mindset is all these young fighters at, that I was looking around uh, at the weigh-in today, looking around and seeing all those people there, seeing all this. This is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. How long have we been talking about these guys fighting each other, Tank and Ryan? How long have we been talking about those four princes, not the four kings, the four, all of them fighting? We're seeing it with our own eyes, this level of a fight. Like, even it's overshadowing, like, a Haney Lomachenko, which is legitimately four four belts at 135 pounds. It's overshadowing Canelo's fight in, in a few weeks. It's overshadowing a Spence Crawford rumors. It's overshadowing heavyweight stuff. It's going to, I think it's going to send a message to boxers that you too could have this moment. Make the biggest fights. Bring us the spectacles. Who cares who wins or loses? Obviously, we want to we, we see a good fight. But it's all about events and fighting the best. Yeah, it's easy to say from 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 the shoot outside. Shoot me down, Chris. I'm gonna shoot you down. <laughs> it's easy to say from the outside. And who cares who wins or loses? No, uh, you know it's like De La Hoya mindset. Yeah, but 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 De La Hoya was already a multiple time world champion. 
Like Ryan is Ryan is not. Deloitte was a world champion multiple times before he took like the big risky fights. Like we're seeing the Chernai fight happened four week three weight classes into his 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 legacy. Mm. You know, so this this is like we're seeing guys. I mean, Javante has been a world champion in a couple different weight classes already. Ryan's not a world champion. This is not a world championship mm. fight for him to take this risk. I didn't think this. That was the reason. The main reason I was saying this fight's not going to happen. Yeah. Oh my god, the kid makes a ton of money outside of the ring. He doesn't need it for the money. He doesn't need it for the clout. He has plenty of eyes on him. He's, he's not a world champion yet. Like, why are they going to make this fight happen? I spoke to Oscar De La Hoya earlier in the week, and he said Ryan demanded the fight. He's his own man. Yep. And and I, Oscar, I, people can say whatever you want to say about Oscar. I think he made a good de- decision as a promoter to a, to take what his fighter is saying. Hey, you want this fight? This isn't the best career move for us, but okay. Do what you're going to do. I'm a fighter. I get it. I understand it. That's one thing I like about Oscar as a promoter. I, he thinks like a fighter at times and allows these things to happen. So Yeah, he runs Golden Boy kind of like he ran his career. Like best fight the best. You see his outfits? I love them. The kimono. He's, getting a lot of, he's got a lot of shit for it, but I love them. Yeah, yesterday. The, the leather the, pants the, today are Leather pants fire. today. We, I talked to him. We're going to have something very funny coming out too. Inside Boxing Live YouTube. I talked to him. We both did. And he, today he was wearing the leather. Uh, his beautiful girlfriend. I don't know what she is, but yes. The the, the girlfriend. The cheeks were out. Yes. Cheeks were out, and they they made the rounds. And uh, Oscar, that's about Oscar. And Oscar and Ellerby, I felt like that was like. Days Ellerby ago. looked. He looked good too. Who, Ellerby. Ellerby looked good. With the Uncle at the, Phil at look? the Wayne with the with yeah. the gray beard. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but I was thinking about Ryan Garcia, and I was thinking about how crazy it is that if he wins this fight against Tank. Mm. He's not walking away with a world title, which is insane. Which is cool because it shows you it doesn't matter. Because every big fight for in the last 10, 15 years is always like a belt attached to it. Mm. Any Mayweather fight, any heavyweight fight, any Canelo fight. This one it legitimately is like a grudge match. So Ryan wins. He doesn't win a world title, which is the traditional thing in boxing. What he gets is respect, legacy, and he becomes the money man in boxing with no belt. It could change the whole outlook of the sport if Ryan can win. Yeah, Which is going to be a tough task. Yeah, I mean, he can win. But but, but that's what I was saying from the, from, from the topic. I hope this opens up doors for some of these younger guys. And not just for taking the risk, but allowing promoters to be like, hey, man, maybe we can push our guys. Promoters and managers to be like, hey, maybe we can allow our guys to take these risks. And I, I, it's almost like the UFC model where you can have a loss. I, I, hate, I hate the undefeated fighter thing. Floyd ruined the sport with that. He Everyone did. thinks they need to be undefeated. That's, that's not the way it's ever been. Uh, good fighters fight each other. Guys lose. That's that's just that that's what it is. Uh, and these guys are taking that that opportunity, that that risk. Um, and I love it. I'm here for it. What'd you see from Javanta on the stage? I thought obviously he's a, a 130 pounder at heart, so the 135 ain't ain't a big problem for him. He's not making weight perfectly fine. That was a big issue with him early on in his career. He looked more comfortable than Ryan Garcia. Ryan, seen him yesterday, looked very drawn in at the presser. Today, he looked a little bit better. But for Tank, I feel like he's at his weight. He got the weight he wanted. He got the high rehydration clothes he wanted. He's the guy everyone's picking. A lot of pressure on Javante Davis, I think. If Javante Davis is to win this fight, part of that win is going to be based on what happened at the negotiating table. Because the, the 136, the rehydration clause, uh, that's big. That's big. You know, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that a lot of people at home don't don't know, like the size of the ring, what size gloves, what ounce gloves you're going to use, uh, you know, who walks to the ring first. These, there's all these things that you we are not really privy to until fight night usually. And uh, you know, this is another thing with with the weight class. It's it's essentially a catch weight, but it's 36. Javante so come in, came one. in 35, yeah. 
Even Ryan came in a half pound under. I sp- but I spoke to, again, I spoke to Oscar earlier in the week, and he said he was so surprised at how easily Ryan was coming down to weight. And that this may not be his last 135-pound fight because of how easily he was making I it. Mean, they, they, they actually surprised themselves. I'd be shocked. Like, I'm thinking, like, what I want to see out of this fight um, as a boxing fan, what's, what's good for the sport? Because I'm always thinking about that. Like, what's good for the sport would be, like, a close fight where there can be a rematch. But then you think of Ryan, is he's not long for this weight. But if he says the weight's coming off easy, there are some huge fights for him at 135. Like Haney is out there waiting. He's talk, Haney says, I will gladly fight Ryan Garcia. But guess what? It's gonna, it might happen at 140. And guess what? There ain't going to be no rehydration clause because I don't believe in him. So him and Ryan are, are, are talking nice. Uh, there's so much at stake in, at, in this fight, more than just belts, like the bragging rights. Talk, walking through the crowd at the weigh-in. There was it was it just felt different because like everyone's like you had the tank fans you had the Ryan fans it's like an old school there, there was booze yes that's it was as as like unsportsmanlike as that is it just shows you the the fans I mean it's awesome I love that and they were nice though it wasn't nasty yeah, no, like I mean, Dre you, like the guys that we were talking to were like yo Ryan's gonna win no tanks going but you know we respect each other like it's all good it's all good so hopefully that's the case because it can get pretty nasty sometimes but man it's finally here I've been honestly hoping for this fight. For so long, from the first time I met uh, Ryan Garcia and talked to him, the first time I seen Javante Davis, knew these guys were on a crash course, uh, went through so much in terms of the political nonsense, went through so much in terms of uh, you know ups and downs. Ryan Garcia was nearly out of the sport. Javante Davis, so much stuff outside of the ring. I honestly can't believe we're sitting here in the MGM in Las Vegas. We're going to get ready for Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis. I just didn't think we were ever going to see it. The, the, it even broke me down. The well, optimistic you, Dan was broken down at one point, but we're here. Well, you, you beat pessimistic CA on this one. I still owe you a beer. I, I haven't got you that You did buy yet. me this. This is a not not sure I did buy This is that. a high noon. Chris did buy this for me. He took a few selfies with some fans. Uh, so the bet is honored. We're all going out to dinner after this. Wolfgang Puck, me, Chris, and our super producer, Dre Freeman, who's doing a phenomenal job with us. Dre has, uh, he's behind the camera right now. You're not going to hear from him, but I'll speak for him. He has never been to a boxing event. He has never done anything to do with boxing. But he's here in Vegas. And but he's he, also never been to Vegas. Never been to Vegas and never been to a boxing event. He's blown away. I told him, bro, you get ready for a wild ride. Okay. Press conference, that was nothing. Wait, wait till you get to the weigh-in. Now we're at the weigh-in. I was like, wait till you get to fight day and fight night and everything that goes on after. Uh, so shout out to Dre for doing a wonderful job. Uh, Wolfgang Pucks, is that where we're heading for dinner? I think so. Yeah? We want to talk predictions? I told everyone we have a prediction on here. How do we see this fight playing out? Obviously, so much has been talked about. We talked about the weigh-in. We talked about the, the weight, we, everything. Uh, I've been talking about Jeronda Davis' slow start. Guy throws the least amount of punches in boxing per round at 34. Highest connect rate, highest, uh, one of the highest knockout rates. Mm-hmm. He's going to do his. We know what the fight that Jeronda's going to fight. How does Garcia come out in this fight? That's what I'm interested in. Is he going to try to pile up rounds, which is really not his game? He's about 41 punches around, so not much more. Can he bank rounds early, Ryan? Should he come out aggressive? Because when you do come out aggressive, you get countered. Here's what I would say for Ryan and his team with Goosen. Take advantage of Tank's inevitable, inevitable slow start. Mm-hmm. Do, step out of your, your comfort zone. Do something that you're not used to doing and come out with an authoritative jab. Come out there. I wouldn't throw many right hands. It leaves you open, especially... You know, with a, with a power puncher like like Javante, who's going to look to counter, um, stick that jab on him. Pile, pile up those rounds early. Get your rhythm. Get your timing. 
and then go back to your normal style where you're kind of backing off, finding your range, and whipping those, those hooks. I don't think he should throw too many left hooks immediately. Because part of uh, Ryan's power comes from the surprise yes. of the shot. The speed, you don't see it. The power's more than you expect. Those first couple, if Javante gets hit with someone and survives them, it's going to be a long night for Ryan because yeah. it, 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 that happens in fights. Sometimes the first shot's the worst. Same thing happened to me in Probanikov. First time he hit me, I was like, holy cow. But then once I got up from the shot, I was like, all right, I can take these. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Wow. You know, so, yeah, I think he needs to mask that hook at first. And he comes out with a hard jab and shows, shows him that he's more than just a left hook artist. Okay. And then bring out that left hook a little bit later. I think he's got a chance to, to pull off the win. Like, Bank rounds, you got to stick and move. You got to throw a jab. You got to get in and out. That's never been Ryan's game. He's a no. plotter. He no. moves slow. He has not the greatest footwork. He comes forward, and like you said, he surprises you, which is usually counter shots. So it's two yeah. counter punchers. So that's from Ryan's side of the game. Javanta, I would be shocked if he leaves his game plan. I would. I, what I expect from him is the same old, like even twenty punches around for the first couple of rounds, but then find something late. That's what everyone is saying around town. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was speaking about the Luis Garcia fight, his last fight, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, it was a typical Javante performance. Yeah, Hector, yeah, Hector, sorry, Hector, uh, Hector Luis mm -hmm. Garcia. Mm -hmm. It was a typical Javante Davis performance. I thought it was good. I thought he was fighting a very good fighter too, a guy that I think people are probably underrating. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he goes out there, he starts slow, he gets hit with some shots, he takes risks. He's analyzing, he's collecting data, he's processing his opponent. And then he just starts to pile on the pressure. And I believe he's going to do the exact same thing because, eh, listen, if it ain't broke, and I think it'll work with Ryan. Wow. I'm so pumped up for this fight. My final prediction, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm about to say it. Ryan Garcia is going to win this fight. Ryan Garcia is going to shock it. He's going to shock the world. There will be a rematch. I don't know if I can go as far as to say there'll be a stoppage, but Ryan Garcia is going to win this fight, and it's going to shake up boxing Twitter. It's going to shake up boxing world, boxing business. That's my prediction. You heard it here. Go, Chris. Write that down. Uh, and as usual, I'm going to go the opposite of Dan. <laughs> I'm going to go Javante Davis late. I think that I think that it's going to start a little bit slow. I think that Ryan's going to have some success early, but I think Javante is going to start. Digging the body, closing the distance. Um, I think I think Jonte might even get hurt early. Might get clipped. Might get stunned. I want to see him get hurt. I want to see, not like I, I want to see him advert like weather yeah, the storm. Universe, yeah. Weather the storm. I That's can see I that happening. See. I believe he's going to be down, and then he's going to come back and he's going to roar back. And wow. I, and I think I think Ryan's. I think the weight cut's going to affect Ryan late, and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna have a, it's gonna play a factor in in the fight. And I think Javante gets him late. Okay, I got Ryan. Chris Scott, Javante. I can't wait. We'll have a post-fight podcast right after the fight after, yeah. uh so you want to keep it locked to inside boxing live youtube you want to keep it locked to uh, all of our our socials we're gonna take a shower not together i know we're on a couch um we're gonna go out to dinner we're gonna have ourselves a nice night and we're gonna settle in for one of the biggest fights of the year shout out to whoever it is out there that won the, the pay-per-view i hope you enjoy it as always my friends protect yourselves at all times stay out of those damn dms we out <laughs>